Mm. Make it a little louder. All right. Yeah, yeah. Live back in action. No time for relaxing as maximum effort requires preparing for every reaction or distraction without missing a fraction of it. Welcome back, NFL fans, to another edition of the 3rd and 3 podcast starring Tricky Nicky Gis, the real deal, Damian Adams, and myself, Jason Fearman, the sports prophet. This show is proudly presented by the Sports Column in conjunction with the show's titles website, baby, 33podcast.com. That's where it's at. That's where you're getting your info. And the boss behind it all, Miss Tricky Nikki Gist in the house <laughs> doing her thing. Yes, she is the boss without a doubt. She's an encyclopedic knowledge that bestows her weekly genius upon us. What's going on, Nikki? Oh, man. Feel good. Glad you're feeling good and better. And you know, you. it's uh, another- getting there. Good, good. Another crazy week, but as we know, this show is our therapy, so hopefully it makes you feel even better by the end of the night. Yes, indeed. I'm going to need it physically, mentally, all that stuff. And yes, I am in the middle of uh, having COVID over here, but felt like I wanted to come on the show today and talk some football. I needed it with you guys, D. Had to happen, so here you are. Couldn't do it without our head coach, and we're lucky to have you as our head coach because what we've been seeing on the sidelines lately... D, man, they probably got a job for you somewhere, bro. So we're going to have to give you a pay raise and get your contract. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they're willing to give me the opportunity. I'm definitely willing to take it. And I will not go for it on fourth downs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely be more conservative than a lot of coaches we see. But, yeah, man, another great Wednesday night. Like you said, is our sports therapy. Definitely need it. Ready to get into it. Let's do it. It is time. The game is on. The football games are happening. Week 18. We are here. Week 18. It still sounds crazy to say, but here we are. Week 18. And where else to start, guys, but Antonio Brown. And I don't know how long we're going to go off on this. We'll try to make it a short one. But um, he was basically in his shorts, I guess. I mean, he took his jersey off, his helmet off, his shirt, his socks, his cleats. God knows what else was coming off. And he was... Off the bucks, basically. As soon as I saw him jumping around like that, we're like, okay, that's it. What happened now? So apparently there's some like conflicting stories coming out, D, where, you know, Brown said, he's like, listen, coach, I can't go back in. I'm not going to help the team out right now. You know, my ankle's busted, whatever this and that. And I'm here on the other side, Bruce Arians is like, you know, get your ass in there. You're playing. And maybe that's why AB had thrown a fit. And maybe Bruce Arians actually said something before to make him go. Again, I'm not sticking up for either one over here, but D, that's what I'm hearing. It's like, go in, don't go in. And all of a sudden, Antonio Brown's got his shirt off and he's running across MetLife Field. Yeah, it's conflicting stories. But either way, Antonio Brown doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. That's right? true. Yeah. Because if it's a situation where you feel like you're being put in an unsafe situation because they're asking you to go in a game, you don't feel like your ankle is good enough to play, you walk off the field. And you go in a locker room or you go to the trainer, you do something to let people know that you don't feel like you can go in the game or you don't feel good enough to play. But to take off all your clothes, jump in the end zone, (laughs) point to the fans, throw your stuff in the stands, make a full show, a display. Are you not entertained? (laughs) We are entertained. We are. To do all those things before going off the field makes me wonder how much did your ankle really hurt now i know that you know we've all been hurt before we know that there's injuries that you can jog with compared to sprint run and cut you definitely know those things but if you're hurt at least act the part of being hurt 
Don't yeah, throw yeah. all your stuff in the stands. Point to the fans. You out here doing jumping jacks pretty much in the end zone while play is going on, making a show of it. So that part, you're like, okay, now I can't give you the benefit of the doubt. But like you said, none of us are huge fans of Bruce Arians either. Nah. So it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility that he said this to Antonio Brown, like, yo, you're going in the game because I said you're going in the game. I definitely can believe that part as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear from Antonio Brown himself on what happened. Yeah, like yeah. he he went straight to posting about his new music, uh, showing up at Brooklyn Nets games. I know. Like he, he was, he just went straight to I guess retirement life. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I think we need to hear from Antonio Brown. But neither party gets the benefit of the doubt in this situation. But I do think this is the end of the line for Antonio Brown. Yeah, it probably is. Um, you know, I, although I can see like, the Chiefs picking him up just to make the Super Bowl run. But other than that, really, yeah, I mean, that was um, that was a mess. What up to Manny out there, Raider Nation? Yeah, you guys got a shot now. And Mikey Patton's saying, uh, Miss Tricky Nicky Gist in the darkness, right? Like the Giants fans are now. Yes, oh, I'm yeah, I'm depressed with right my Giants. So when they get it together, perhaps, you know. No, it's because <laughs> I just work out. My Roku comes on. I hop on here. Uh, the, the lighting doesn't look good back there, so. There's the explanation. You get what you get, Mike. All right. What can I tell you? There it is. But, oh, listen, yeah, Nikki, to you, I mean, like, so I I have no doubt that Bruce Arians pissed him off. What he said, I don't know. But it definitely doesn't give Antonio Brown the right to go out there and act crazy and act a fool. And, you know, again, he's got to remember that, you know, all eyes are still on him. It's only been like a year, you know, whatever. So since he joined back with Tom Brady in the Bucs and was on his best behavior. But before that, you know, Raiders, Patriots, problems with Pittsburgh and everything so he needed to be acting right and it seemed just in that moment in time Nikki he got Mm -hmm. caught up and just said you know what throw my hands up I don't give a damn with whatever's going on and didn't think about the repercussions later man you guys ever feel like that at work like on lunch break just I'm just that's it just gonna rip (laughs) off your clothes and just peace out like that's it I'm done no obviously I think he he needs help i mean this is not the first time something like this has happened mm-hmm. i could see bruce arians being very triggering maybe for someone because he can talk a little crazy to you so i oh. get that my favorite thing of all of this was you guys remember was it uh last week antonio brown was like uh the media starts all the drama no, no <laughs> you are the drama you start the drama you get up there you get behind the mic and you just act a fool constantly so yeah. I, i'm like not surprised like you're kind of watching somebody have a meltdown but you're entertained it's all over social media i don't think he gives a damn so i, I don't know i'd say he's done who's touching yeah. him a ticking time bomb yeah at this point i'm not sure what he is 33 34 i'm gonna have to check on that you know again he could still play there's no doubt about it but you know nobody's gonna really be giving him a contract out there a one-year deal if he gets lucky i i I don't know i don't know the cowboys will take him oh of course they're very jones is all over that like they need another wide receiver really yeah we'll talk about (laughs) them they did just lose gallup yeah they did lose gallup that's true that's true yep Yep, they lost Gallup. So, yeah, got to get another third weapon for uh, him to throw out. Maybe Dalton Schultz will step up. But There's no yeah, PR, according to Jerry Jones, right? Uh, they take all these kind of players. He just wants to win the Super Bowl before he dies, which is going to be, God forbid, really. We don't want that to happen. So, yeah. But, uh, Jerry, we're not rooting for a Super Bowl for Dallas, but we're wishing for your good health there, bro. That's pretty much all we can say about that. Um, while Antonio Brown left the team high and dry – 
without a uniform on. Ben, <laughs> Big Ben Roethlisberger kept his on and his helmet on. Very emotional after the game against the Browns on Monday night. Uh, yeah, I thought the Browns were actually going to win that game. I think we all picked the Browns, but Big Ben pulls one last one out at Heinz Field, and that's probably the last time we see him playing under center there, Nikki. Good. <laughs> I am so sick of this. First of all, he's played two years too long. And now just come out and say you are retiring. Why is it like this is probably the direction we're going in? This might be. Now every game is, oh, it's his last one at this stadium. It's the last time he's stepping over here. It's the last time he'll walk this way. I don't <laughs> anymore. Retire or don't retire. Like what are you holding out for? You said you wanted to be a stealer for life. This looks like the end of the road. Yeah. Go end it. Like, are you waiting for a one-year deal or something? I just, why can't he come out and say it? I don't know. Man loves football. That's all I can say, D, probably, right? Isn't just like Drew Brees, he loved football. He didn't want to step away until he's like, you know what? There's just nothing left in the tank. And that's sometimes how it goes. And just quickly, and Mandy's saying that he, you know, um, Antonio Brown had caused problems. Uh, with the helmet thing, with the Raiders, if you guys oh, remember all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, there's been so much going back to it. But, um, yeah, to pick back up on Big Ben, which Mikey Patton doesn't really want to get into, saying he got some few nicknames for him. But, D, what do you think about that? You know, that was a great way for him to go out, and it made me root for him even more. I mean, I know his career is coming to an end, but the emotion that he showed and the love for the fans, his teammates, and everything, um, yeah, it got me emotional too, man. I thought that was really great. Yeah, anybody who's played sports has had that last moment. A lot of ours is senior year of high school for yeah. most of us. It's that, yeah. last, <laughs> it's that last moment on the field or on the court in my case where you have those emotions and you notice you're going to be your last time playing in front of, like, fans, right, and playing in front of people right. that really care. You know, next time you play on a team, it's going to be, you know, in a rec league somewhere in some empty gym. So it's not going to be the same. Uh, and for him, he knows like this is the end of him playing in front of his home fans. I do agree with Nikki, though. He should have come out and said, I'm done. I'm retiring. Uh, but me, I think a part of him thinks this is last year in Pittsburgh, but oh. is holding out for maybe another team where he can have that last year. He looks like a guy who doesn't want to walk away. Mm. Uh, I hope he does. Because we've already we're already seeing the downside of him. We don't want to see him even more down. Yeah. And because we're getting far removed from the guy who made that throw to uh, San Antonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone at Super Bowl. It was twelve uh, years ago, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting far removed from the great Big Ben that used to just struggle off, you know, three, four guys and throw the ball down the field. Uh, so that's how we want to remember him when it comes to that. So it's you know you do root for somebody when you see how much they love the game in that way oh yeah so i definitely agree with you there but i agree with nikki too like it's about time <laughs> he needs to go ahead and go uh pittsburgh you know he's been great for them and he's gonna always be like somebody who can eat there for free they're gonna have a, a stiller statue of him outside and all that good stuff yeah he deserves it all he's gonna be in the hall of fame as well uh and it's time to hang it up man it is. It, it, there comes a time. There's a time. Rivers retired. Eli retired. Ben, you're the last of the crop in that quarterback class of 04 to do it. Congratulations on a great career. Um, Mikey Patton said he didn't want to say what he was going to say, so I'll let you all read it. I'm not going to say it either, going back to them days over there, man. But I hear you, bro. Mike, uh, yep, these are things that we can't forget either. Not just Antonio Brown, but Roethlisberger's had his, uh, had his shares of stints with uh, trouble also. We know that. Damn. <laughs> a lot of football players. But, okay. Here we go. Um, yeah, two former teammates at one time. They were the ones hooking up in the beginning for six years straight. They were like the best combination in football. So 
irony strikes its ugly head here early on the third and three podcast. Hey, before we move on, Jay, I just got yeah. one question for you. So this looks like the end of Antonio Brown's career. Mm. Antonio Brown, Hall of Famer. Look, uh, yeah, if you put Terrell Owens in the Hall of Fame, I think you kind of have to put him in the Hall of Fame. Well, no, I wouldn't. They're not the same exactly. Look, yeah. on, the field, on the field, no doubt in my mind, he's a Hall of Famer, but there's been so many antics off the field. I think I feel like they are congruent. I know D was supposed to judge him what they did on the field. I get that. But I feel like if you're in the Hall of Fame, you're in the class of the amongst of the elite. And maybe if you've gotten into trouble, not just once, twice, but four, five, six, seven, eight times in the past, they might hold that against him. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think, Nikki? <sighs> what is the Hall of Fame criteria? Like, do is there something on that? Like... Be Do you awesome. look at off-field? I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't. You should judge maybe on-field, but I feel like he's had so many issues that some people are not going to look past that. It's going to be tough to keep him out because there's only 50 receivers in the history of the league who had 10,000 receiving yards, and he's damn near at 13,000. Right. 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 And there was a, a string there where you could say that he was maybe the best or second best receiver in the league for like six, seven years. And when you're at the top of the NFL for that long, he has a Hall of Fame resume. Like oh, if yeah. it's just on the numbers, he's right. Hall of Fame, period. And it shouldn't be an argument. Uh, the fact that they held Terrell Owens out until his third time mm-hmm. at the, for the vote makes me think that Antonio Brown's got to wait for at least four or five years. Maybe. Well, before he gets in, like four or five voting years before he gets in. And then he'll boycott it like T.O. did probably. <laughs> probably so. Probably That'll so. That'll be the a big Hall of Fame speech. I mean, the antics are going to be. They'll oh, let him in right <laughs> away just because the ratings are going to go through the roof. Like, That's who, true. I'm watching that. Would, that. Yeah, right? it, would be, it would be a highly watched Hall of Fame yeah. induction ceremony when <laughs> Antonio Brown gets in. But yeah. when you talk about on the field, he's arguably one of the top 10 receivers of all time. So it's really hard to say that guy doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, man, no doubt. Yeah, talking about T.O., you know, Mikey Patton said he got to cover his uh, Hall of Fame ceremony in Chattanooga. And uh, uh, Manny also chiming in with Megatron and Antonio Brown, you know, being kind of like in that same realm over there. So, yeah, when you talk about it on the field, D, I'm with you all the way. It's do the voters hold that other stuff against him? Personally, it's on the field. So, yeah, he's in for me. He's if in for I me. Had a, if we, we're going to get votes one day, but when we get votes, <laughs> I would vote him in. I would, too. I would, I would too. I would too. It's what you did on the field, and he did incredible things on the field, man. He really did. So, yeah, look, a lot of uh, players have bad past and bad histories, and sometimes we don't know about all of it, and they still get in. So, you know, it is for what it's worth. You know, it is right there. But AB, no doubt, one of the best that we had ever seen, and especially over that six-year run, was ridiculous. Um, you know it was ridiculous, guys? Our records are freaking awesome from last week. We all kicked ass. We triple-locked. All right? Deep Nikki. 12 and 4. Way to go, guys. Nice. 12 and 4. I got 13 and 3. One game better. Why? Because oh, I picked those bangles. Because I picked them bangles, baby. That would be the only reason. That's the only reason. So just nah, a, that's, that's really good. Pick. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And the article, the boot to back it up. And by the way, D, nice boxing article also, man. You guys got to check out there and read that stuff. And Nikki, that new one you put out today, I only got halfway through it, but I got to finish that too. Hot stuff on 33podcast.com, guys. It's happening. Yes, all right, so what's up? Yes, it is. As oh, it he is. says, get get all the good content in your life, it right? Is. Rocking and rolling, it out. 
Yeah, All right. Definitely. So I channeled my my Nikki and I ran it about my Pelicans. Yes. <laughs> so go, yes. go read, go read yes, that one did. as well. Yes, we did. Well done. Well done. A Pelicans <laughs> fan outside of Louisiana. The life of the man right there. <laughs> I love it. All right. So all triple up, all the really good records. Just one game better. But um, I want to go real quick, guys, to power rankings. I made it my own. We're not going to go through all the teams. But looking at like the five, six, seven, whatever. I still got Packers up top. I got Chiefs. Then I got Titans, who you can put it to, in my opinion, because they did beat Kansas City earlier in the year. They actually thumped them. Um, I got Nikki's Rams at four. I got the Bucks at five. I put the Bengals at six now, and then rounded out by seven, eight, nine, ten Cardinals, Bills, Cowboys, Colts. Nikki, Chiefs, yeah. Packers, Chiefs, Titans, Rams, Bucks. You got a problem with that order? Packers, Chiefs. No, I don't. What about you, D? Packers, Chiefs, Titans, Rams, Bucks. Should another team be in there? Uh, no, nah, I actually like I like that top that type that top order right there, that top echelon. So yeah, I can't say that another team deserves to be in there without a doubt. Like it's, this season mm. is a season of doubt, right? Like it's yeah. don't have really have that top team. So I think those teams. Or the ones that belong in that conversation. So I think you did a good job there. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. And like I said, I got you know the Bengals at six, just on the outside, and the Cardinals good win against the Cowboys. Cowboys fell to nine. The Bills are looking better. They're at eight, but I had a hard time putting them a little bit higher, uh, just for shits and giggles. My 49ers right now. I had them at twelve, and the Saints. All right, at this very moment in time, I have them at. Oh, it should have been a little bit higher than eighteen, but D. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit because it's you and I going head-to-head basically this weekend yeah. that last playoff spot. So, Nikki, you may have to be the referee over here, girl. I don't know. Uh, Jay, where's the Giants? 32? I didn't want to embarrass you. <laughs> They're already embarrassing. Let me – are they? Are I they think no. I think I had them at um, – what was it, 29? I'm actually going to look right – no, 30. Okay, shoot. Oh, damn. okay. Yeah, Woo. you got to have them, got to have them above the Jags. Yeah, <laughs> the Texans, you know, yeah. ah, man, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, with the Rams, it just seems like uh, Stafford looking so-so the last few weeks, Mikey said. That's true. He hasn't looked his best. He did. Lay, he looked better last week, but he really hadn't looked his best over the past three, four weeks, guys. Yeah, no, he definitely has not looked his best. That pick six against Baltimore was horrible. Like, he just yeah. <laughs> saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, but he has those moments. That's been Stafford's career. We all know the great talent that he is. Yeah. But then when it comes to those big time moments, can he come through? And we're definitely going to see that now as they're going to be definitely a favorite in the playoffs, whoever they play against. If it's I know, think the so. Eagles or even the Saints, uh, whoever it is, they're going to be the favorite. Does he come through in that moment when he's expected to come through? Mm-hmm. There you go. Good call. Uh, Manny, to answer your quick question, uh, Nikki's got the rematch from last year at Tampa, Kansas City. D's got Buffalo, San Fran. And right now, I got, um, right now, I mean, I picked Tennessee, Green Bay in the beginning of the year. Right now, they're the number one seeds. We'll see if that actually holds up. But real quick, one other question before we get, uh, get to our takeaways. If we were redoing last year's draft, take away the teams, who would be the top pick? Would it be Jamar Chase, Micah Parsons, Mac Jones, Rashawn Slater, even uh, like Najee Harris? I don't know, D. Would, who would you pick? Number one overall, uh, taking quarterbacks, everything team needs aside. So who do you think is the best player coming out of this year's draft? Uh, probably Michael Parsons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I went with him too. Yeah, Michael Parsons is an absolute monster. He's somebody who's so versatile as far as playing defensive line, middle linebacker. And 
the sky's the limit as far as what he can do. And you, your defense, if you have somebody like that on defense, it changes up what you could do as far as your core and as far as what you draw up for your plays because you have somebody that's that versatile and that you can move all over the place. So mm-hmm. I would go Michael Parsons and then Jamar Chase too. Yep. All right, yeah. You see, I'm with that, Nikki. I'm with him. I'd go Micah Parsons and then Jamar Chase. I'd probably take two. The thing about him is, is that he's had so many. Well, let me, let me put it this way: he's had one killer game followed by three 60, 70 yard games. That's the only thing that kind of like bothered me about it. But still, the guy. I mean, again, look what he did to Baltimore. Again, just torched him. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I think awesome. look at everybody in the comments. Pretty much agrees with us. Mikey, yeah. Marty, Manny, everybody's on. Yeah, Parsons, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you would have to. But Jamar Chase, man. Yep. Nick you going, man. I'm not, like, it makes me sick, right? I just, I can't even talk about drafts. Like, it just <laughs> sick. And I Players you could have had. Oh, God. Yeah, but you could have had. Yeah, I, yeah. I Instead, okay. we get Kadarius Tony, who's like, uh, I don't know, drafted her. I think he was on the field for 30 seconds. I know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's a killer. Killer! Killer city. All right. Yeah, I was curious about that with you guys, but let's go to our uh, takeaways from week 15, the ranting recap, what we took away. Nikki, take it away. Okay, so my takeaway, what I want to ask you guys is – um, I know Arizona always finding their way in our fagazi soup and stew that we got <laughs> cooking up here weekly. Um, I know that they said their focus was to clean up the little things, the little mistakes. It seemed like they did for the most part. They had a little mental errors, little miscues here and there. Do you guys think it's enough to move forward or do you think these little mistakes that they haven't quite cleaned up yet is going to hem them up in the postseason? But do you go first? Well, you know, I've been on the Arizona fraudulent train uh, pretty much all season. I got off and as soon as I got off, they went right back to being fraudulent. (laughs) (laughs) I think that those little mistakes will come back to haunt them. Mm -hmm. Uh, If Hopkins is not back for the playoffs, I don't see this team getting past the first round, even if they play Dallas again. I don't see this team getting past the first round because in the playoffs, when a team is able to focus more, especially if you play Dallas, it's the second time that mm-hmm. team's going to have a better game plan for you. And those mistakes, the holding calls, the false starts, those little things matter so much in the playoffs. In yeah. Kingsbury, I still don't believe in Kingsbury at all as a coach. So I think that they will fall short in the first round of the playoffs. Heard it here first. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that was strong. That's it. That's what I wanted. D coming out first and strong right there. That was nice. Um, yeah, trying to answer your question over here with Arizona. You know, they've been, again, did great 7-0, and then fell off. Kyler Murray got hurt. I understand that. Now Hopkins is out. If Christian Kirk is your number one wide receiver and Connor is not going to be reliable for the rest of the year, I don't know if Edmonds is the guy who can get the job done. And defensively, while they've got better, they're not going to stop Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to stop Tom Brady and the Bucks. You know, they're not going to stop – you know, even a Rams team like that for the most part who did have their way with them a couple of weeks ago on Monday Night Football. So the Arizona, out of all the teams that are in there right now, even including Philly, I swear I may have Arizona last. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, they're, they would be above – if the Saints get in, they'll be above the Saints as far as playoff teams, but that's about it. Might be fair. That might be yeah. fair. That's big of you to even admit that. <laughs> yeah, it's big on you, man. Shoot, that's impressive. Yeah. Damn. Woo. Why, Nikki? What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, no, I I think that um, the little mistakes are going to come back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I I also agree with uh, Dee's major point about Cliff Kingsbury right there, not being a major fan of his coaching style and uh, him just kind of getting lucky over there with Kyler Murray doing most of the work, and now it's coming back to bite him. So, all right, let's see. Dee, how about your takeaway? So we have crowned a champion. Not a Super Bowl champion. That's a little more, you know, a little more than a month away. But we have crowned the Fugazi champion of the 2021 NFL season. So we talked about the Raiders. We talked about the Cardinals, the Washington football team. We had a few different teams that were in that Fugazi suit that Nikki mentioned earlier. But the Fugazi champion is the Miami Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> the, the Fugazi yeah, champion, the fraudulent champion. They went on the most fraudulent seven-game winning streak I've ever seen in my life. You beat a Baltimore team that was starting to fall apart. The yeah. Jets twice. Houston. Nikki's Giants were in there. Yeah. You beat the Saints when they got 22 players missing because of COVID and had to start a rookie quarterback in Ian Book. You finally face a real team, and what happens? You get absolutely mollywhopped. Yeah. Took behind the shed. <laughs> old school whooping. You had to take a switch off the tree. Old school whooping <laughs> <laughs> that they got. From the Tennessee Titans, Miami has been fugazi. Like I said, the, all winning streaks are not created equal. Miami just proved that. The worst winning streak of all time. Fugazi champions, Miami Dolphins. And I think we should add that for next year, like our prediction on what team's going to look so good and then be so bad to end our Fugazi champions. Yeah, like Fugazi champions. <laughs> yep, adding that onto the list. Fugazi and the noisemakers, like mine was Cincinnati this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, Mike. The Titans did beat them down, something serious. And that was the end of Miami's run right there. That was pretty much it. Because for a hot minute, they were looking like, oh, damn, look, maybe Tua can get the job. The defense is back. Brian Flores, yeah, Jay told you he was going to be coach of the year. Nah, not going to happen. Not going to happen. But that's all right. Anyway. They owe them lunch money. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are great in the comments. Oh, yeah, I love it. I'm in laughing. <laughs> I know, right? They probably have their own thing, but I love it. I love it. Now, Ma's getting in the action. Beautiful thing. Beautiful. All right. What I took away from week, what the hell was it? 16 to 17? I don't even know what week it is anymore. All right. Coaches have no faith in their defenses at all whatsoever anymore. It's like defense doesn't even belong. Like we're trying to get rid of kicking. I guess they're just trying to get rid of defense now. I don't know what's going on, but you know, you look at the Bengals game this weekend going for a touchdown instead of a chip shot field goal with 40-something seconds left. Do I somewhat get the rationale behind that with Patrick Mahomes coming back and being able to go downfield and get a field goal of their own? Sure, I can see that, but they didn't have any timeouts, and they only scored three points in the second half. So that really bothered me right there. You know, we've seen it with other teams, obviously, um, you know, with, uh, with, the, with the Chargers, excuse me. Um, over the weekend, I'm trying to remember there was another team who didn't make the correct adjustments. I don't know. But, again, it's just that all these fourth downs that they're going for, and when you can kick a field goal and put points on the board, or, you know, you don't want to kick like a 35-yard you know, uh, yard field goal or something like that, and it's fourth down and five, teams will go for it a lot more as opposed to kicking. It's just it – just, it, defense is just – they don't care anymore. It just – they had, there's no faith whatsoever. We even heard like John Harbour said it. Yeah, they were – depleted a lot of guys I understand that going back to the game where um you know they had went for two you know against Green Bay and even before that and you know doing it a couple of weeks in a row it's just you have to let your defense play football that's another dimension to the game and you got to let them stop them and go out there and make a play and what if the offense screws up you know the opposing offense they could throw a pick they could fumble the snap 
the running back could fumble the ball. I mean, there are so many different things that can happen, but for the Bengals to put themselves in a spot where they were going to pretty much 95% win the game with a field goal right there to actually maybe even not winning at all. And then Patrick Mahomes really going crazy for a 98 yard drive and a touchdown. That's an ultimate killer, but ultimately things worked out for them with penalties and all sorts of garbage defensive, this and all that crap that they kicked the field goal and they won anyway. But Nikki, I thought that was so ridiculously dumb. I get Mahomes is on the other side, but you guys only scored three points in the second half. Kick the field goal, go play defense, and end this thing. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I Listen, if I was a coach, I'd probably be conservative coach. Um, <laughs> you know, like Baltimore loves going for two. I, I hate it. I don't understand it half the time. And they have Justin Tucker, right? Yeah. This guy's going to make it from, like, the parking lot. I mean, like, what are you worried yeah. about? I mean, take the friggin' points. So, um, yeah, I, I I would probably take the points. I don't get it, especially in a situation like that. And, you know, Pat, Mike, Mike Patton, I love him, great comments. Head coaches having as much faith in their defenses as trying to use a $3 bill. I love that right <laughs> It's it just, D, they don't have faith in their defenses. Or is it yeah. just more like they're going with this analytics crap now? Either way, I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. With Baltimore, it's definitely a combination of both. Like, their defense has been depleted all year, so they probably lost faith in their defense pretty early. Yeah. It's like, all right, we just got to try to go for the wins in these situations. Uh, Cincinnati, it was weird. Like you said, their defense was playing great in the second half, so why wouldn't you trust them in that situation? You put Joe Burrow out there who gets banged up yeah. because you put him out there for a longer period. That's right. So, for me, I definitely agree with you. Like, you have to be smarter. There's aggressive and then they're stupid yes and i feel like i feel like this year people are being stupidly aggressive (laughs) (laughs) can't just go out there and just say we're just gonna go for it like we're playing madden on the xbox like you have to realize these other coaches can coach and are prepared for these situations are not going to allow you to get these four downs and to our you know just make sure that you have faith in your defense especially in a short clock situation where your defense can play back, can play conservative, keep everything in front of them. You have to have trust in that, especially with a defense that held Kansas City at three points in the second half. So I definitely agree with Pierre. All right. Well, yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, thanks. It's just really not understanding that whole concept over there. You know, people think, oh, Zach Taylor, you know, head coach of the year. Nope, ready to blow the whole freaking division right there. Jesus freaking Christ. Unreal. But they did clinch the AFC North, so Nikki was more right than any of us on that one, right? Yes. Way to go, Nick. <laughs> Way to go, Nick. Bragging All right. rights. Bragging rights. Here we go. It is time. You can hear the music. You can hear the music. It's coming up. It's time for it. This is D segment. Let's bring it on. Let's let the music kick in. Here we go. All right, yeah. D, it's your time to shine, baby. Well, as you listen to that classic beat, it's time for a classic segment. This is Bragging Rights and Crow Bites. So if you're new to the show, this is where we get to either brag or both brag and eat crow about what we said the week prior. So in bragging rights, we get to say what we did right or what we got right. Crow bites, eat a little crow about what we got wrong. I like to start with the crow bites and then drink it down and wash it down with some bragging rights. So let's start with <laughs> Nikki. What are you eating crow on this week? You know, you guys, I I have to eat crow a little bit, not a lot. I'm going to nibble a little bit on um, – I got to eat crow on the Jets because I forgot – that they always play Tom Brady really tough. I forgot. Like, 
you know, when they would face New England, they would always give him a hard time. And I was so dismissive of that game. And I know so many people were. In fact, I think I even said, like, we don't have to talk about this. Um, and I, I probably should have given the Jets, would not pick them to win, but I should have given that game a little bit more credit because they did play them really tough. And, of course, Tom Brady finds a way. But, um, yeah, I had to eat a little bit of crow there for not remembering that. That is the thing. The yeah, Jets oh man, I was much well, but they play Tom Brady tough. I was rooting for the Jets in that one, boy. I was hoping they were going to pull that. <laughs> of course, <up>. you were. Because <laughs> you root for the chaos. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just like you. <laughs> nah, for sure. Definitely was rooting for the chaos in that one, and it's gotten lost in the Antonio Brown drama. The fact that <laughs> Tampa had to really pull that game out, and it wasn't yes. like it was a crazy game where a, lot, a bunch of just you know one-time thing happened where, you know, somebody fumbled and it went back five yards. They picked it up for a score. The Jets were just outplaying them the whole game. Yep. Straight and up. And then Tempe had to come back and win the game. So that's a really good one right there. What do you got for your crow bites, Jay? Oh, man, you guys you guys know how much I love the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC. They're my team. That I got, you know, a soft spot in my heart for them. You know, Frank Reich I've always been a fan of. I still like Carson Wentz a little bit. I'm still not sure why, <laughs> but I do like him a little bit. <laughs> But anyway, um, they play down to their level of competition. Talk about Fugazi. They just lost to the Fugazi Raiders at home. You can't do that if you're a playoff team. Do I believe they're a playoff team and they're going to get in and beat Jacksonville this weekend? Yeah, I teased that game, but I think we're all on the freaking Colts on that one just to give it away. So I think they're still going to get in, but you can't have a hiccup like that and be looking forward to the playoffs Is that if that's what exactly they were doing and lose a game like that. You cannot lose to the Raiders at home. You just can't do something like that and be taking yourself considered seriously. Because now what you did is put that Fugazi freaking team right back in the playoff hunt and kind of messed your asses up. So now you got to win, hope they lose, and a whole bunch of other shit. So bad on Indy right there. I got to eat crow on them for thinking that they were coming up and being one of them, you know, now top six, seven, eight teams at worst in the NFL, and they fall right back down for me, man. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I definitely thought the Colts were going to take that game and take it easily. Me too. Uh, because I thought, okay, they're finally realizing who they are and what they do well, and for some reason didn't do that. And Carson Wentz had one of those Carson Wentz moments, getting sacked, tries to shot put the ball with two hands like he's doing a, a chess pass in basketball. What are you doing? <laughs> like, Take the sack, live to play another day. Why are you trying to push the ball forward with two hands like that when you're clearly going down? It's nothing good going to happen from you trying to push the ball with two hands like that in front of you. Very rarely does something good happen from that. Got yeah, me. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Got me. Yeah, we got Raiders fans in the comments section. No doubt over yes, there. Yes, we do. Raiders Nation showing up tonight. And right? How about that? Cowboys Nation. Where is Giants Nation? Is <laughs> even in here? My God. They're on the basketball <laughs> team now. Yeah, we're on to the Knicks, even though that's not great either. Like, Julius Randle, oh, go man. somewhere. Go yeah. somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. I think after that press conference from Joe Judge, a lot of Giants fans are going to be hiding their oh, faces. Oh, my <laughs> God. This ain't no clown show. I literally, like, it's been on replay, right, in New York is- radio. But for him to say this ain't no clown show organization, like, please. Uh, uh, please, I can't. I cannot with that press conference. He's proving his clownliness right there is what's happening, basically. <laughs> an 11-minute rant. Like, we yeah. go on some rants here, but that was that was something. And it always looks like 
well, I was going to say, he always looks like he's eating like a bologna sandwich also or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was the first meat that came to my mind. I don't know. He just got like that 48 chins and yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I figure I feel like there's some bologna in there. Salami, pastrami, you know, whatever he likes. No, nah, it takes talent to rant for that long. Yeah. So he definitely has talent. It just might, might not be coaching, but he, he definitely has talent. <laughs> but to get to microbites, you mentioned the game earlier, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I thought for sure Cleveland would win that game. I'm like, Pittsburgh, Big Ben doesn't have anything left. That defense would be able to slow down Najee Harris a little bit. Najee Harris went crazy in that game. Najee, he wants to do it now. Didn't do it for my fantasy team. Yeah. But he wants to go crazy now for me. Right. And by the way, congrats to LaDonna for winning the yes. first annual Real Deal Fantasy Football Championship. Woo. Nikki getting second place. Thank no you. doubt, Nikki. Way to go. <laughs> way to go. Way to show up. Yeah, so, but the reason I wasn't there, one of the reasons is Najee Harris wasn't able to do this for me <laughs> during the season. So I have to eat crow on picking Cleveland to beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh whooped on them. Baker yeah. Mayfield out there looking like a player who's going to be more doing more commercials than playing quarterback in the future. Uh, so it definitely yeah, no wasn't, yeah. wasn't a good one at all. So I have to eat crow on that one. Yeah, you waited so, for all of us, man. You waited for all of us. Yeah, we all picked Cleveland. So I guess that's a shared buffet of crow on that one so, <laughs> <laughs> let's now get to the bragging rights let's wash down this nasty crow what you bragging about this week nikki i'm bragging about the Bengals, of course that was an easy one for me um listen uh, if anybody's new listening to the show i was on them in like july you know our predictions yep. um i just i said they were going to make noise i wouldn't be surprised if they win the division they would make the playoffs so I even tweeted a little thing like Rihanna putting the crown on and said we predict it in the summer and then it comes true. So I am taking my full bragging rights for being on the Bengals despite being called crazy by some people and, you know, getting weird looks here and there. So. Okay. Yeah, we were, thing is, I believe that the Bengals would be better. Now I didn't think they would be this good, right? I thought they would be like third in the division, uh, but in fact, they won a division. You definitely have the right to brag about that. You have a permanent bragging rights. Uh, it's almost like we last year picking Josh Allen to be my quantum lead player. You yeah. had yeah. that permanent bragging yeah. rights for this per- one yes. for sure. <laughs> now, we we we, de- we all were definitely higher on the Bengals. Nikki was definitely higher. D, we had them finishing in fourth place, I think, in this division. Is that right? I think you guys had them in the bottom, yeah. Right. Yeah. Where'd you have them, Nick? Where'd you have them finishing? Uh, second, but I said they could overtake Baltimore. Yeah. Because I have oh, Baltimore okay. one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Baltimore one. That's right. Yep. Stupid. Yeah. The Brownies, they disappointed me big time. Jeez. All right, D. What Both do we got? Guys, the Cleveland is so, going to disappoint. Yeah, you did. You could brag about that, too. You did. You did predict the <laughs> Cleveland Browns would disappoint. So, yeah, you got double bragging rights come week 18 right there. What are you bragging about, Jay? What am I bragging about? Well, I do have to brag about the being the only person I feel like on planet Earth who picked the Bengals to win that game, but they did. They beat the Chiefs. And, no, my number one bragging is the fact that here we are week 18 of the season, and especially Nikki, who just said, oh, my God, I can't believe he was picking for the Super Bowl when I said the Tennessee Titans against the Green Bay Packers, who, again, are both the number one seeds and will have the only buy as long as things pan out in week 18 for each conference and will meet in the Super Bowl, just like I said. Number one seeds. Thank you very much, D. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you looking really, really good right now when it yeah. comes to your Super Bowl prediction. Me, not so much. I have to root against 
my NFC Super Bowl prediction. I know <laughs> this week. <laughs> so I'm I'm definitely out of it when it comes to that now. Uh, but for my bragging rights, I'm just gonna brag about us as a group. Uh, like you said, me and Nikki went 12 and four. You went 13 and three. We killed it with the picks this uh, this last week. Yeah. So as you can see, as the season gets more and more uh, solid, we get more and more solid with yeah. our picks, with our predictions. I think Nikki's probably the only person in America who had the Bengals making the playoffs. <laughs> so she definitely, you know, to be on her team and brag about that. Uh, me right now looking real good when it comes to the Patriots and Chargers being both wild card teams. Yeah. Uh, that I predicted. So I'll throw that in there as well, even though it's not solid yet. I'll throw it in there. But I just wanted to give us a shout out on my bragging rights for our picks last week. All right, man. I appreciate that right there. No doubt. Yeah, we all did great. And we all triple locked. So like, if they were listening, they won some money this weekend, these people. Yes. No doubt. Yeah, sure. you should listen to us. Yeah, you should listen I to us. I hope you all did. You know, Jay, you're really good at picking like the weird shit that's going to happen. Thank you very right? much. Like, you're, <laughs> you're predict, like, I weird things it. that are going to happen in game. No, but there's times where he's like, yeah, I'm going in on the Jets. And we're like, all right, Jay, like, and the Jets win. Like. <laughs> Sometimes, like, it'll be like so a weird. random week, right? It, what was yeah. that crazy week this year? It was some oh, weird nine, week, eight, week nine. Week nine, yep. Week yeah. nine, yep. Yeah, Completely. But Jay, you did good that week because yeah. sometimes <laughs> the weird crap does happen, and more more weird stuff or great great stuff for Tennessee. Yeah, with Derrick Henry coming back, that's going to make my prediction look a lot better, D. Yeah, and I, I, Mike Patton was reporting that Derrick Henry is back at practice, looking really good, no limp. And they found somebody in their backup running back now. So they have actually a little one-two combination they can throw at people there, both big boys as well. That's right. (laughs) So I think that, you know, Titans looking really good. I still don't trust Tannehill in that moment when a playoff team is shutting down the run. Can Tannehill throw it for you to win? Mm. That's where my cause for pause happens with the Titans. We'll see. It's a good thing AJ Brown's such a damn good wide receiver, man. God, he's that guy's un- he, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's got to be top seven at worst in the NFL, that guy. For real. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do a list one day, come up with their top 10. But damn, he's good. Woo. No, for sure. And we got one question with, uh, from Manny before we move on. Yeah. Coach of the year predictions. Mm. Well, you guys know I said Coach uh, Brian Flores to begin the year, and that all went to shit after a one and seven start. Yeah, if I had to pick someone now, you know what? Honestly, um, I'd probably take Bill Belichick. Oh, still Bill Belichick? Yeah, I think yeah. I would, just because that defense is ferocious, and they're winning with a rookie quarterback, and they still could win the division. If not Bill Belichick, I don't know, guys. Help me out. Who else? Well, I'm going to take my guy in Green Bay, Matt LaFleur. I think okay. it's going to be right. a year where they say, okay, this is the third year in a row where he's got this team looking this way. I like that. It's, it's more of a continuation award this year for him. If not him, you definitely got to throw Mike Vrabel in there as well. Sure. For yeah. To continue winning without Derrick Henry, you got to throw him in there. But I think Matt LaFleur might get the award this year. You got Nicky. Mike, that's a good call. Vrabel's also a great call. Yeah. yeah. Zach Taylor, of course. Okay. All in. Yeah. All right. All in. So he uh, won it. He won it by going for two, but ultimately kicking the field goal. Had they missed, he probably would have fell to the bottom, and that would have been it. it would have Listen, been no from where they were to where they to what they've achieved this year. Absolutely, no doubt. Yeah. That's, That's where Joe Burrow might be in the MVP running. He ain't gonna win the damn thing, but damn, what a season he's having! Yeah. I right? think he'll be on. The, he'll be on the ballot for sure. He might be on. The, yeah, he might be on the list. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. 
All right. All right. We got a whole nother list coming up right over here. Week 18 picks before we get to the playoff picture. So we're going to make our picks and based off of what we pick and which teams we pick and have all the scenarios play out. That'll figure out who's going to be in the playoffs for us. So you guys ready to kick this bad boy off? Yes, sir. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. Let me get a fresh piece of paper out over here. Here we go. First game, two Saturday games, guys. All right. Are you we got skipping Niles the- with Nikki. No, no, no. What? Come on, sweetie. I would never skip Niles with Nikki. I told you. The best for last today. No, a little, yeah, a little different format today. Oh, okay. The playoff picture. Never, never, never. Can't skip the best part of the show. Come on now. All right. Here we go. Saturday games. We got two of them Chiefs at Broncos. The Chiefs. They're hoping that Tennessee loses and they can somehow win and get that by. They'll be playing in Denver for the right to have that. Can the Broncos hold them off, Nikki? What do you say? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. Actually, no. No, actually, they can't. Um, no, definitely Kansas City's going to take this one. Kansas City 33, Denver 20. All right, 33-20. So they win comfortably. What do you think, Ding? Yeah, I got Kansas City as well, 28-13. to 13. Drew Locke. Is anything but a lock. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, I'm with you. I got a 28 to 12, and maybe that's being even a little bit generous. I got KC. I'm with you guys all the way. Let's go to the other Saturday game at night. Very interesting one right here. Um, Eagles are in. Cowboys are in. The Eagles, I think, are pretty much solidified at the number seven spot right now. Maybe they can move up to six. I'm not sure, but... um, We're also trying to see where the Cowboys are going to fit in, two, three, four. So the game's in Philadelphia, Damian. What do you think? Yeah, this is a weird one because, honestly, both teams could take it off. Like I said, Dallas is locked in at four now, which you you predicted, like, weeks ago when we talked about it. He was like, last week, Dallas is going to be locked in at four, and that's what happened. Uh, Philadelphia, like you said, they could move up to six if San Francisco loses and the Saints get in. Right. They don't try to break over the Saints. They can get to six. But I don't think they really care about six or seven. They got to go on the road either way. Uh, so True. this one's very hard to predict, but I'm going Dallas 21-17. All right. But honestly, it could go either way. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to go the other way. I, I like the Eagles in this one. Um, I think both teams are going to be trying um, at, for, yeah, pretty much as hard as they can. They both want to win this game. Um, I think, you know, it's a divisional rival, pride, call it whatever you want. I don't know if Santa Claus is going to be in the stadium throwing snowballs, but I got the Eagles winning 26-24, Nikki. Okay. Um, I mean, I hate this game. Like, like <laughs> you don't have to pick it. Call it a tie. <laughs> it might be a tie. No, I'm with you, Jay. Uh, it's in Philly, and um, I think they just have a little bit more momentum than the Cowboys do right now. Which now, all of a sudden, everyone wants to jump on the. Can you trust them in the postseason train? I've been <laughs> on that train for years. Yeah. Jump off. Jump off. <laughs> Get off that damn thing. Uh, Philly 24, Dallas 21. 24-21. All right. I got Eagles 26-24, and D's going Lone Ranger with Dallas. All right. Let's go to Sunday. Packers versus Lions. Aaron Rodgers says he wants to play. How much is Matt LeFleur, possible coach of the year, going to allow him and the starters to play? We know the Lions, whoever they put out there, they're going to be trying their ass off, trying to buy kneecaps and all that sort of stuff. Um <laughs> With that being said, and it looks like the Packers got it all locked up at number one, I'm going to take the Lions 24-21 in this one, Nikki. This is like the worst week to pick. And just like, what do we even have this week for? Because (laughs) you guys hear them on Sunday. Everybody was like, oh, this is a season finale. No, technically it's this week. Yeah. Um, I could see why you would pick Detroit. I was was thinking of that. But um, 
No, I'm going to go Green Bay 23, Detroit 20. They find a way to squander it away somehow. All right, Dean. Nikki thinks that Jordan Love is going to be able to put up a whole bunch of points. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay as well. I'm going to go Green Bay 20 to 14. I think Jordan Love has kind of a redemption story in this one. Uh, Plays pretty well. If he comes in the second quarter or second half, I don't think Aaron Rodgers plays the whole game. Uh, So I can see Jordan Love coming in the second half and playing well against that Lions team. At that point, they'll be checked out thinking about Cancun and getting out of that Detroit weather. So (laughs) I'm going with Green Bay 20 to 14. Also, weird things do happen when the Lions and the Packers play in the last game of the season. Remember that year that Matt Flynn threw like 700 touchdowns in the final game when they played when it didn't even matter? Yeah, he got a lot of money off that game. He sure did. And the guys <laughs> benched and tossed yeah. out of football because of Russell Wilson. <laughs> exactly yeah. Right. Yep. That's exactly right. Well done. All right. Like I said, the Colts, they totally fouled up last week. How are they going to mess it up on the road against Jacksonville this week? They can't. 30-16. I'm locking it in, Ding. Yeah, the Colts, man. This is the, I feel like this is the game that they would lose. This is the Ooh. game where everybody's picking them and Jacksonville has nothing like nothing to play for. Yeah. And it's like you can have a heart attack, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they try now, they're gonna thing is Jacksonville's gonna come out there and try hard just because it's the last game of the year. But gotta go with the Colts. I'm going with the Colts in this one. What score did I put for this one? So I got Colts winning this one. I'm going to go 30 to 10 Colts, and hopefully I'm correct on that. All right. I'm scared to lock it. All right. Wait, hold on a second. This might be – he's being funny saying that the Jags win. Okay, we we like laughing over here, but that almost gave me a a hard stop. (laughs) Nikki, what do you think? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to lock in Indy. Indy 34, Jacksonville. Give him 17. All I'm right. sure Carson Wentz will have a meltdown somewhere in there. Give him an opportunity. <laughs> Looks like uh, Manny's locking him in also. Colts by 14. Yep, I'm with you over there. They got to get their ass into the playoffs, and this is the way they do it. All right, Nikki, your Giants are hosting Washington. Why are they playing the game? Because that's why they play the game. Anyway, week 18, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Nikki will save you for last. Damien, take it away. The game is in New Jersey where the New York Giants play, and the Washington football team will come in to face them. <laughs> Yeah, I think that Washington, this will be their last game as the football team. I think they go out on top in this game. Okay. 20 to three. Uh, I I just, the Giants can't score. Joe Judge is trying to prove some weird point by running the ball, even though they're down 29 to three. It's just weird things going on out there in New York. So I got to go with Washington in this one. Yeah, Nikki, I think I'm taking Washington just by a field goal. I like them 16 to 13 in this one. And, um, yeah, gosh, yeah, just don't see a lot of scoring in this game at, at all. But um, for whatever reason, I just think Washington has a little bit better of a team. And, Nikki, I think that you would say that you would agree. So I'll take Washington 16-13. But your Giants are at home, so can they win this one? <laughs> no, nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Washington 21, <laughs> Giants, I'll give them 14, even though they can't get over 10 points. And our guardrails will not be falling down. <laughs> All right. You you guys do have that over Washington. You have a much safer stadium. Yes. yes. You don't have any crap like overflowing. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're not well. like holding our stadium together with zip ties. So we got My that. Goodness. Wow, wow, wow. What a heads up play by Jalen Hurts to move so subtly to the side. That could have been really bad. Yeah. If he was oh my God. Able to, oh, yeah, yeah. To move to the side when that um, stance fell down. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Nuts. Yep. Thank God that people were all right. Jesus. 
scary stuff right there. All right. Um, another game, a lot of divisional stuff going on this week. I think they're all divisional games, actually. Uh, Bears versus Vikings. Yep, it's uh, it's in Minnesota. Chicago now, where they're going with Andy Dalton. Uh, the Vikings, their season is over. Will they even play Dalvin Cook? Uh, Kirk Cousins seem to have cleared COVID protocol. They have the better weapons, but it's just one of those weird divisional games where anybody can win, Nikki. So I'm having a tough time with this one. What do you think? I know. I tossed this one up, too, back and forth, back and forth. But I think Minnesota goes out on a high note. So I'll go, well, a high note for their disappointing season. Minnesota 28, Chicago 20. They want to go out on a high note, and they could just smoke some weed because that's pretty much the only way they're going out on a high note. Uh, D, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going Minnesota as well, 28-24. And for no apparent reason whatsoever, I'm going Lone Ranger and taking Chicago because it is the last week of the season and crazy things continue to happen. But I don't think craziest things are going to happen in this game. Mikey Patton, you know that the Titans are going to bust up the Texans this weekend, keep that number one seed, 34-17. I'm locking it in, Damian. Let's not be too hasty. They did lose to Houston earlier in the season. I know, I know. (laughs) And Tennessee is known for playing down to the competition from time to time. But I do not think it happens this week. Too much Mm -hmm. on the line for them to lose this game. So I'm going to lock it in. Clank, clank. uh, Tennessee, 30-10. to There we go. All right. D's first lock. Um, My second lock, I also locked another AFC South team, the Indianapolis Colts. Nikki, you have locked in the Colts as well. Will you lock in Tennessee or are you going a different way? No, I will not lock in Tennessee. I do think they win. Okay. Uh, I have them winning 27 to 16, but um, this would be a one I, I wouldn't touch. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Davis Mills, you know, they're going to be building a statue for him outside of Houston. Listen, so. you, but Houston, they win these weird games. And like D said, there are sometimes Tennessee just is freaking flat and they just, you look at them, you're like, what are you doing? And it, it's not like they can't beat them. They prove that they can. So I'm just saying they're going to win. I just wouldn't lock it. That's all. No, no, I understand. Look, if Tennessee yeah, actually yeah. loses this game and they fumble around, then forget it. Mike Vrabel, coach coach of the year, way out of here. You can't be doing that against the Texans in the last game of the season. you got to secure the number one spot. All right? Coming for that number one spot. And that's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, shout Vision. out to the Christians. God, oh, I love Ludacris. So I, he's he cracks me up. I like his videos back in the day. Like, who's your housekeeper? What you keep in your house? I mean, like, Ooh, that was good. He, you guys saw on the Manning cast that Snoop gave Eli Manning his death row chain for his yeah. Birthday. I did. I did. He felt bad for him because he got no swag whatsoever. <laughs> no, because he's the only one that referenced gin and juice. While Roger Goodell with his dad jokes and Peyton just sat there like, I have no idea what a Snoop Dogg song would be. <laughs> that just goes to show you that Eli's a good studier. That's pretty much all it is. <laughs> he, could do, he could sing one lyric from the chronic, I would pee in my pants, okay? I really would. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Eli knows some stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I'd be shocked. I really would. <laughs> oh, my God. Eli, Eli. Uh, Eli's places, where are they going to take us to? Okay. All right. Back to the games. Anyway, uh, we talked about the Steelers. So this could be Big Ben's last game. This could be the last game for the Ravens <laughs> this year also. I mean, I don't know. Pittsburgh going to the Ravens, always a classic game. It's always a battle. You always see him in the last week or two at the end of the season trying to see who's going to win the division or not. Not going to happen in this one, guys. So Steelers and Ravens, 
with the outside possibility of each one making the playoffs. So I would expect a good game here, Nikki, or at least the, the at least I'm trying to perform a good game, meet both teams with the injuries they have. Yeah, they both have a lot of injuries, but I think this matchup is always good no matter what. Something crazy always happens. Um, it's in Baltimore, right? Yeah. I think it's in Baltimore. Let me tell you, the Ravens and the Ravens fans want nothing more than to send Ben Roethlisberger oh, sure. to the sunset with a loss in Baltimore. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Baltimore 21, Pittsburgh 18. All right. All right. So Nikki's on Baltimore. Uh, I'm on Pittsburgh, guys. I think Pittsburgh is going to win this game also. Um, I like their defense. I just I don't know what Baltimore can do offensively unless Huntley is, you know, doing his thing and making a lot of plays, which he definitely can do, D, there's no doubt. But I don't know, maybe T.J. Watt uh, breaks a sack record this week and he's got 21 and a half. So, I don't know, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh as well, 28 to 21. I think Big Ben goes out with a big bang in this one ah. uh, against, that, <laughs> against that injured secondary for Baltimore. Okay, okay. So, Nikki, you are the Lone Ranger, uh, you and your husband over there with Baltimore. All right, all right. So there we go. Uh, next division game. Here we go. Bengals and Browns, same division, AFC North, where the Bengals already have taken the division. But if I have this correct, Joe Mixon will be out of this game. So will Joe Burrow will actually be out of this game. Um, like you mentioned, he got hurt on, the, on that unnecessary sequence at the end of that uh, Kansas City game. So Cincinnati, they got their playoff spot for the most part. They're going to be third. Um I guess they could finish at worst fourth uh, right now, but or they're going to get have... to one. What's that? <laughs> they could get to one if some crazy stuff happens too. Wait, can they get to? They're not. Wait, what are they? Ten and six? Is that what their record is? Yeah. So right now, Cincinnati, yeah, they're ten and six. Because uh, yeah, Tennessee and Kansas City are both eleven and five. So they, they, they oh, can get to right. the one seed. Yeah. So they clinch a first round by if they win and both Tennessee and Kansas City lose. Wow. Now that'd be a tough order to, to yeah. task right there. Wow. That's going to be tough, but okay. They actually, you know what? I wasn't even aware that they had the outside track, if you want to call it that, uh, to the top seed. Yeah, you're right. They're both 11 and five and Cincinnati's 10 and six. They got the tiebreaker over with the chief. Okay. Well done. Well done. All right. So they can, as a matter of fact. Okay. All right. So that means even more. And now the fact that Burrow and Mixon aren't there playing against what could be a tough Browns defense, but they're out of it. So what do they really have to play for except for pride? I don't know, D. This one's a real tough one now. Yeah, it's a tough game because they're going out there with Case Keenum as well. Mayfield right. should be out in this one. Yeah. Uh, so this one could definitely go either way. But I got Cincinnati winning 27 to 14. I think the Browns are done. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I hear you with that pick right there. I'm going with the Bengals 27-17. I think they'll win it also. They're a better, you know, all-around team. And Cleveland – yeah, they just have a really big problem scoring uh, scoring points, Nikki. So, D and I are both on Cincinnati. You want to make it a trifecta? I sure do. Cincinnati yeah. twenty, Cleveland sixteen. So the Browns are going to brown. The Browns Nikki, brown. is yeah. your second team the Rams or is it the Bengals? I feel like there's a shift here. <laughs> <laughs> and who your second team is? I'm just so proud of myself for getting a prediction right like six months ago. You know, it never happens, <laughs> and not like. Not like um, you know the Bucks are going to be in the playoffs, like a like a somewhat crazy prediction. So yeah, no, it definitely was going out on the limb with that one. That's a good without one. a doubt, without a doubt. Especially you guys, you guys go out on limbs and pays off. So 
Once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah, especially in a Baltimore Raven household, you know, you were willing to go to that length over there by saying the yeah. Bengals were giving a problem. So it's a good thing you got your guard up and you're practicing, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Mike's saying that Pittsburgh's going to get whipped. We'll see about that. And, yeah, Case at least going to know the value of what to do with the football. So Very true. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, is- First of all, let me just go out to Browns fans real quick. There was, a, there was a Thursday night game. I want to say maybe week 11, week 12, somewhere around that time frame. Browns played. And I just asked a simple question, innocent question. In this offense, what does Baker Mayfield do that Case Keenum can't do, right? And Browns fans, they got a strong fan base. They can't be crazy. Like, it was one of the, the most responses and quote tweets I ever got on really? one of my tweets. What? Wow. Like, yeah, they came at me ridiculous. They were like, what do you mean? He has a much stronger arm. He's way better. Oh. I'm like, this injured version of Baker Mayfield is not that much better than Case Keenum. No. <laughs> He's not. better at all. And Browns fans came at me so crazy. I only like one Browns fan. My man, L.A. brought us. Yeah. The rest of you guys, you guys are crazy. <laughs> you had one good season in the whole franchise history since the reboot, chill out and enjoy your one good season. Hopefully you come back next year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> and maybe with a different quarterback, I don't know. Cause if they, they want to take another step forward, a big step forward, they're going to need somebody who can throw the ball downfield and actually complete the damn pass. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. All right. So we're all on Cincinnati with that one. Uh, yeah. Poor Browns. Damn. Okay. So we get to my team, the 49ers versus the Rams. I'll go last. Nikki, you go first because this is definitely a tough game, and I thought this went out back and forth, but I won't give you all my details in my head. I'll basically just give you my final score and the real reason why I think why. So, Nikki, please take it away as San Fran goes into L.A. to play the Rams, who are jockeying for a better uh, you know, seed right now uh, as they already have a home field in the first round. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's kind of like dominated Sean McVay in these matchups. Five in a row. Yeah, but – I mean, are you starting an injured Jimmy G or are you starting quarterback who's had two career starts? Yeah. Total. Um, yeah. I I want them to win for you, Jay. I do. I just have a little more what? faith in the Rams <laughs> this time. I do. I'm pulling for them, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Thank 26, you. San Fran 23. All right. So your heart is with me, but your head is telling you the Rams all the way. Yes. Okay. I got you. Understood. Understood. All right. Look, uh, D. We beat them, or the 49ers, we beat them at home in Santa Clara earlier this year. Now it's in L.A. Both teams need the game very bad. So you want to talk about maybe the best game to watch on TV this weekend? Could be this one. What do you think happens? Yeah, I think it will be a good game. But I think the Rams and McVay are due to beat San Francisco. You mentioned the quarterback issues you guys have. Uh, I think the Rams are going to come in with a game plan ready for either uh, limited Jimmy G or Trey Lance will be limited game plan wise. Um, so I got the Rams winning this one. I'm going to go Rams 27, 49ers 21. Okay. Um, I'm going 49ers because they are my team. I do want to see them in the playoffs. I don't want to backdoor in if the Saints do lose to the Falcons. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. Um they're going to run the ball 40 times. They're going to run, they're going to run, they're going to run. They're going to run it with Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr. If he's healthy, they're going to run the ball with everybody they have. Jermichael Hasty, if he decides that he wants to play, 
They're going to keep running and they're going to dink and dunk and they're going to keep Matt Stafford off the field. That's the way that you beat the Rams. So they want to come in. They want to take their big shot plays. The 49ers defense will be ready for that. We don't have the greatest secondary in the world, but we're getting Ed Moe back this weekend. So maybe he can take care of OBJ a little bit. I don't know. But our front four can rush and we can get past 98-year-old Andre Whitworth and the rest of that line and 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 get um and get to Matthew Stafford and get in his face. And no quarterback likes that. Plus, like I said earlier, and we all know that Stafford has been off for the past three weeks. He's threw three interceptions against Indy, three interceptions the week before. I forgot who too. It slipped my mind right now. But um the Rams aren't playing their best football. And I'm not saying the 49ers are playing their best football either, but if they just continue to the game plan, run, run, run win time of possession, don't turn the ball over. I believe they get this game 27-24 and they go into the playoffs. Does my rationale make any sense to you, Nikki? Yeah, no, it does. Okay, fair I enough. I get where you're coming from. All right. Just, you know, the Matt Stafford hate, like, like as if hate. you see him in Detroit do the same thing, throw five interceptions, but then, like, throw for, like, a bazillion yards. Like, that's just what he does. So, yeah. I, like, I, oh, he's off. Well, not really. He just is what he is. He's been like that his entire career. Well, I hope he's exactly that on Sunday because that's what we need. <laughs> throw, throw some more interceptions, D. That's what we need. I don't trust Jimmy J. Like I don't trust Jimmy J. In a big. We'll see, you'll see a lot more Trey Lance than than you think. A lot. You'll see a lot of Trey Lance. Your reasoning definitely makes sense, Jay. But my heart and my head are with the Rams <laughs> in this game. <laughs> and like I said, I think. Sometimes it's just a law of averages, right? You have a good team and a good coach in McVay. Eventually, they find out how to win against another good team, against another good coach in Shanahan. So I just think that time has come for the Rams to win this game and to set it up for the Saints to make the playoffs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It looks like we know where this guy's going over here. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's why. Oh, you just caught on to that, Nikki. Welcome yeah, back yeah. to the show. <laughs> I'm just playing. Well, you know what? Let's get to that damn game then because here it well, is. Let's. The New Orleans Saints, all right, up and down all year long. Quarterback problems, Sean Payton doing everything he can to keep it together. Kamara in the lineup, out the lineup. Is he hurt? Whatever. Ingram coming back. Don't have a real wide receiver, but the defense is fantastic. Can they do that and go into Atlanta? and beat Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Nikki, what do you think? Uh, Yes, I do think the Saints can do that. So I guess I effectively have given the Saints the playoff spot by picking them yep. away. And yes, you have. <laughs> he is so salty. I, can't. Like, <laughs> I cannot. Like, I know if we were in a room, he'd probably be flinging something. I'll let the gold rush do the talking for me on the field. That's all I got to say. Okay, good, Jay. Good. Like, I mean, uh, I don't even, you know what? I'm going to skip next week if they lose and the Saints get in. Like, oh, my God, I don't want to hear it. Look, you call, me at, you, you call me at a good time because I got COVID, so I really can't start yelling. Yeah, like, and I felt bad for you. I gave me sympathy. Like, oh, I want them to win for you, even though I've been on the Rams. So, now I do think the Saints are going to win. I have them winning 21-19. 21-19. D will save you for last and. I, I honestly, I just picked this game as if there was nothing else, just a game, because I didn't want to sway my opinion one way or the other. Uh, I picked it before the 49er game. I made sure I did that last, and I went up and down and all over the place. But I know this is going to sound crazy, and I'm not doing it to piss anybody off, especially you, my brother, but I think Atlanta wins the game. 
I really do. I, it, the Saints, not that the Falcons have a great defense or anything like that, but I keep wondering where the points are going to come from from New Orleans. Damian, you can help me out and explain to me where the points are going to come from because you can't give Kamara the ball 50 times. So I, I like Atlanta to win this game 22 to 20. The points are going to come from our defense, picking off Matt Ryan and oh, boy. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill running down their throat. And also, we found a little passing game against Carolina with Marquez Calloway. So mm-hmm. I think that we'll find that again against Atlanta. Atlanta, they're done. They're out of it. I, I, this, they're going to show up because it's a rivalry game. Yeah. But yeah. I got the Saints winning this one 20 to 13 behind our strong defense. Last time we fell, we played against them and we lost the game. We fell victim to Cardell Patterson. That won't happen again. Where are they going to go when Cardell Patterson is no longer available to be the target? Mm. I don't know. So we might not have much offense, but I don't think Atlanta's going to have any offense at all. So Saints uh-huh. win 20 to 13. Saints got a great defense. There's no doubt about it. Wow, my man Brian backing me up saying, nope, Matty Ice coming in for the win. I'm pretty sure he's a big Matty Ice fan. We'll see over there. Um, but Manny, we're going to get to your question maybe in a little bit about Jimmy G and the trade for him. We'll see if we have time for that. I'd like to possibly get that in there. But um, to continue with our games, all right, so right now we're going to go to our playoff picture in a few minutes over here, but we kind of see what it's shaping out to be over those last couple of picks. So let's get to a few more as the Carolina Panthers play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. They played a couple of weeks ago in Carolina where Tampa Bay smashed them. They do it again, 26-10. I got the Bucs. Who you got, Thing? Yeah, I'm going Buccaneers as well. Clank, clank, lock it in. Uh, Buccaneers 20, Carolina 10. All right. You got you you got two locks. I got two. Nikki, you got one so far. Will this be your third? Oh, your second? I'm sorry. Uh no, but I am okay. taking Tampa Bay 27, Carolina 16. All right. So we're all on the Bucks over there. And when we're talking about offense, they're gonna have to find new ways to score right now. Again, maybe the running game is gonna be a bigger part of that offense, and we'll talk more about that, especially come playoff time next week. All right. Uh divisional game again. Seattle, Cardinals, Cardinals been playing a little bit better. Went into Dallas, beat them, handled them, really took care of that game the whole game, the whole way. Seattle's been playing a little bit better lately, but they messed up at home against Chicago. I mean, geez. Oh, God, Damian, I don't know. What do you do here? (laughs) Arizona still has something to play for because if the Rams lose, they can't sneak in and get that division victory and get a home playoff game. That's right. (laughs) So I think Arizona's definitely going to show up. But Seattle, rivalry game, they're going to show up. I think it's a good one. But I got Arizona 27, Seattle 24. 27-24. 27-24. Yeah, I like Arizona, too. I like him 30-20. to 20. Um, I think Russell Wilson will definitely have his team playing as hard as they can. It just won't be enough because the Cardinals are too good for them. They'll be able to score points. They'll be able to get a couple of turnovers, I think, on the ground more than Russell Wilson just throwing a 50-yard bomb in the air. So, Nikki, I'm going to take Arizona also. Yeah, I am, too. But here's the thing. I don't know if Arizona wants to win this one. They're 8-1 on the road. Oh, Oh. Right? Like, they might be a little bit better of a road team. I think they will win. Uh, I have them winning 33-30, to 30, and I hope this is Russell Wilson's swan song, last game, in, you know, for Seattle before he comes to the Giants. That would be yeah. – Oh, before he comes to the Saints. Yeah, well, oh, no, yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> just stop right there. You just had Drew Brees, okay? My God. You can have a down year or two. Just relax and pump the brakes. The I don't see the them going to play with, you know, Judge Carmichael in them. <laughs> 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 wife wants to be in New York. 
is, well, is, is but the Saints were on his original list when he wanted to get a trade. His and wife likes New Orleans like, too. They're gonna. I'm telling you, they're gonna like sell the Statue of Liberty for him. Not the Jersey <laughs> side. So. Next thing you know, Sierra be the one out there holding the freaking torch and everything like that, right in the middle. of <laughs> Hey, why not? Let's update it a little bit, right? Oh, <laughs> good. All right, AFC divisional matchup: Patriots and Dolphins. Patriots still do they, they have the outside shot winning and beating Buffalo in the uh, in the AFC East? Don't they? Or is it yeah, tight? Buffalo, if Buffalo loses and the Patriots win, Patriots right. win the East. Okay. All right, so obviously we're going to expect the Patriots to play their butt off. Danny, you called them Fugazi, so can the Fugazi Dolphins win at home against division rival Patriots? No, there's going no to be shot. a spank again. <laughs> I'm about to say their butts are going to be very sore because it's back-to-back weeks of getting spanked. Uh, I'm going New England in this one, 28-10. to 28-10, so quite a shellacking on the Miami Dolphins. What do you think, Nikki? Uh, yeah, I'm going New England 28, Miami 21, and I am locking in New England. Ah, okay. Lock number two is right in there. I am not going to lock this one in, but I definitely like the Patriots. And, yeah, because this is a divisional matchup and Miami does play him well, I think it'll be close, but I'll take Patriots 23-18, so only a five-point win. But I do like the Pats right there. We got two more games left on the schedule to go over. The Jets and the Bills. AFC East matchup. The Jets, they put on a show last week, but Tom Brady threw to some guy who I don't know his name is and another guy who I don't know his name is, and they ended up scoring a touchdown. Um, The Bills aren't going to need any of that sort of help in this game, guys. I think the Bills are going to win it from start to finish, whistle to whistle, dominate the Jets inside the lines, outside the lines, on TV, anywhere you want to go. They're dominating them. Lock it in. Bills win 31-18. What do you got, Nikki? Uh, yep. I wait. Do I have the same score? I have Buffalo thirty-one, Jets seventeen, and I'm ah, close them. enough. Close, close enough. enough. All right. Again, that great mind stinker-like thing. All right, D. You locking it in, Nikki? Mm-hmm. She locking it. Okay. Yep. Okay. So as you can see, I'm doing my combination lock on this oh. one. It's a strong lock. Locking <laughs> this one in. <laughs> Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo thirty. Yeah, I got the same score as Nikki. I got thirty seventeen. Wow, we're all like right there with the scores. Yeah. Wow, holy crap. And all locking it too? Yep. Oh, wow. I mean, the Jets are going to win. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That'll be amazing. That would be the most Jets thing ever to win the last week. It really a draft spot and get New England the home playoff game. If that happens, we're literally each going to have to bring a plate of crow to the show. <laughs> and yeah. literally like eat, yeah, eat literal crow. Like, yes. Literally yeah. eat real freaking crow. Uh, next thing you know, it's developing wings and flying off the show. Anyway, last game we have the Chargers versus the Raiders. The freaking great Chris Berman right there. Yeah, thank you <laughs> real good. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so again, uh, like we said, they're all divisional matchups, and the Raiders still in there some freaking way. Somehow they're holding on to it, as are the Chargers right now. Nikki, damn, mm-hmm. what's going on in this game? Hmm, it's a win and in for both of them, right? Yeah. Um, the Raiders, yeah, if they yeah. win, yeah, because they're playing the Chargers. So, a, so yeah, Chargers win or get in game. Yeah. Yep. Man, I it's love exactly. that. Talk about right. chaos. Right? I love that. So, I think it's going to just come down to quarterback play and coaching decisions. And I think the Chargers are a little more aggressive, so I will edge to them. I'm going to go Chargers 27, Raiders 23. 
All right, Chargers. So going with the L.A. Chargers in this one for Nikki. Uh, D, what about you? Yeah, this is a tough one, man, because mm-hmm. I don't trust either squad. <laughs> but they're fighting for a playoff spot. You know what's really funny? If the Colts lose, mm-hmm. they could tie and both get in. Uh, so it, it'll oh, be wow. something if the if the Colts lose and then they go out there and it's like, oh, we're just going to nail down for us this game. <laughs> and both, <laughs> both get in. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Chargers, 30 to 21. I just believe in their quarterback play a little bit more. Like Nikki said, it comes down to that. And I think Herbert can make more big plays than Carr, even though Carr has had a decent season. Yeah. And I do trust – I don't even know who the Raiders coach is. I don't know his name. So I have to trust I have to trust Staley a bit more <laughs> in this one. Um, even though Staley can have you, you know, give you some headaches. And Jason's been right about him all year as far as being a subpar coach. But I gotta go to Chargers in this one. They get that last playoff spot. Okay. So you both got the Chargers. And yeah, I went back and forth a lot with this one, guys, too. And I feel like the Chargers are the better team. But my guys over here, Mikey and Manny saying exactly what I was going to say. The Chargers cannot stop the run, and they're going to give Josh Jacobs the ball 30 times. They are. And they're going to keep running and taking time of possession. They're going to use play action to their advantage. And I despise the Fugazi Raiders this year, just this year alone, because they were 5-2 and two and I was all over them and everything. I, don't, I have no problem with the Raiders outside of this, but I actually think they do win this game. All right? I really actually believe that they win this game. Um Again, not because they're the better team. It's just because they can run the ball. And, you know, L.A. can score, but they goof up, and Brandon Staley doesn't call a good game. And I know that the Raiders aren't world beaters, but run, 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 use play action. Darren Waller looks like he's coming back for this game. Yeah, man, I got to take the Raiders in this one at a final score of 29-21. So I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders to win this one, guys. It would be a great story if they make the playoffs with everything that's happened in Vegas this year. That's true. That's true. It it, it would be an amazing story. It would be. What is Manny saying? Raiders ain't afraid of what the Chargers have. They've done last matchup. Yep. Yeah, I know. I forgot what the scores of the last matchup, but um, no, they're division teams. They're not afraid of each other at all. So getting to that playoff picture now, after we went through all these games, now I know exactly where you guys are going. You guys know exactly where I'm going, but to recap it all, um, just starting with the AFC, the Titans got the number one seed. The chiefs are two. They play the Broncos. The Bengals are at three. They're missing Burrow and Mixon against Cleveland, but we also think Cincinnati is going to win that game. The Bills are in fourth. They currently hold um, a one-game advantage. Um, I'm sorry, they hold a tiebreaker over the Patriots. They're both 10 and 6 right now. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward uh, as far as that's concerned. And then in the hunt, we have the Colts, who are currently at 6. The Chargers currently at 7th. But then we got the Raiders, who we just talked about, who play the Chargers. Winner of that game gets in. And if the Steelers end up beating the Ravens, then they would get in over the Colts if the Colts lose. So given all that, you guys have the Chargers in, all right, as the number seven team. Um, yeah. The Patriots aren't going anywhere as far as you're concerned. They're not going anywhere. They're, they're, they're in the playoffs. They clinched already. And then there's the Colts, which I'm going back to what we picked. We all picked Indy, and yeah. a couple of us picked them to lock it. So I guess that means regardless of whether or not the Steelers win, they ain't getting in. Is that yeah. right? I think this is why Big Ben's going to go out with a big bang. <laughs> this is going to be his last game as a Steeler. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, Nikki, I don't know. Yeah, we already picked the games. Looks like the Colts are in there, and you got the Chargers in there right now. We're going to make our playoff predictions next week, but 
that seems to be pretty nicely tightly wrapped up uh, in a bow right over there. And as far as the NFC goes, we got the Packers, who are the first seed. The Rams are the second seed right now, who play the 49ers. 49ers got to win that game, or they got to pray that New Orleans loses, but nobody wants to back in that way. But we'll take it if we have to. Tampa Bay, the third seed. Now, they're a team, real quick, I don't want to spend too much time on, D, but they're a team that could be one and done. Let's say they're the, all right, they're the third seed. Let's say they finish out there and they play the sixth seed, which would be the 49ers, actually. Or maybe it would be Philadelphia, you know, depending how things yeah. turn out or whatever. These are teams that are, I feel like, can be more physical now. And Tampa Bay was relying on a 44-year-old Tom Brady, but relying really more on the weapons they had around him. And now that a lot of these guys are gone, I could see Tampa being a one-and-done team, D. Yeah, no, I definitely can see that. Lack of weapons. We talked about Antonio Brown, but he mattered, especially without Godwin. He did. Like, so when you're out there, you can double cover Evans. And now you're depending on the guys, like you said, that we don't know their name <laughs> to get these big yards on the right. field. So if you're just going all on, stopping the run, double teaming Evans, Tom Brady, I can see him getting frustrated. I can see him yelling at the bench, telling them to fuck themselves like he did against the Saints <laughs> when he got shut out. <laughs> like, I can see him having that type of game against a team like, say, let's say it is San Francisco. That defense, that defensive line can get there. Yep. And they can really make it tough for him. Philadelphia, they can get there. They can make it tough for him. So I think that either matchup can be one where you see Tampa Bay be one and done for sure. Yeah, it's looking, you know, Nikki, where Tampa Bay was trending all the way up last year. They're trending down right now as far as their performance is concerned. Maybe not their record, but they don't look like the team. <laughs> I will never count out Tom Brady in the postseason. You guys are crazy. That's also my Super Bowl <laughs> pick, but I got to ride with them. I like that. I like that. Philly cannot get the QB consistently to me. Mikey's saying, yeah. I don't know, Jalen Hurts, I, I, look, he's maybe not the first guy I would take as my quarterback, but the boy could play ball. Yeah, and his athletic ability to scramble, he's he's really good at getting out and not just getting out and doing a normal QB scramble. Like He's pretty much like a running back once he starts running. And that yeah. really makes a big difference. That's how they yeah. killed us because when we played against them, Jalen Hurts was a monster against our wow. defense, which you know the Saints is a good defense. So – that running ability makes a big difference. I think they could do the same thing against Tampa Bay. And plus, any quarterback can get, look good against that secondary that's been depleted all year with Tampa Bay. All right. And a big reason why Philly was the number one rushing team in the NFL was because Jalen Hurts is going for about 80 to 90 yards on average a game. So, you know, yeah. let's be real about that. You know, boy can play. He can really play. There's no doubt. So we'll see how his maturation uh, level is concerned. But, yeah, just uh, to close out the playoffs over here, you know, Cowboys are in fourth right now. We'll see what happens with the Eagles. Um, Arizona could possibly jump in um, and take control of the uh, of the division if they get the win and the Niners beat the Rams. And then, of course, we have the Eagles in the seventh spot. But like you guys said, the Saints are going to beat the Falcons. The 49ers are going to lose to the Rams, which means that the Saints get in as the seventh seed. And, D, if that all came true and things stayed the same, they would play the Rams in the first round. That would be yeah. a tough one. It'll be a tough one for us because their defense is really good and their offense will be able to, even against our defense, score some points. But yeah. Matthew Stafford could go to Staffording again in that good. playoff game against that good defense. So you never know yeah. in that one. But one that really stood out to me, a potential matchup on the AFC side, if things go to our picks or me and Nikki's picks, KC against the Chargers in the first round. Mm. You know the Chargers are good enough to beat Kansas City. Yeah. The first time they pretty much gave the game away the second time. 
That yeah, could be right. a very interesting matchup. Kansas City looking like a Super Bowl favorite again. If they run into the Chargers, that could be the wrong matchup at the wrong time right there. That's a very, very interesting point and a great argument because you're right. The Chargers, Nikki, could have been 2-0 against him this year if Brandon Staley could figure out how to freaking coach. Man, you hate him. <laughs> you can't help him. He doesn't belong in the Most NFL. He coach of the year. Whatever. Look, he's 14 years old. You can't be on the sideline when you're 14 years old. I'm sorry. Unless you're a kid of the coach. That's it. <laughs> well, McVay's like 14, too. Like, you could be a good young coach. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You just can't be so impulsive like Staley's been. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. been something else, really. My God. Got to put him in a treatment center. Glory, <laughs> Lord. Anyway, all right, so that's playoff action right there. We're going to make our playoff picks next week, but it looks like for the most part we know who's in and we know who's out. The AFC is pretty clear for us. The NFC, it's between Damian Saints and my 49ers, so let's see what happens as my hat falls off my head. It's all right. Still got hair. We're good. It's all right, time so for the, the 49ers falling off the playoff picture. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Come on. <laughs> I, I wish they both yeah. could make it. That would be that'd be great. Philly should have lost last week. Well, we'll make for a good show next week between you. Guys. Oh, it will be. It will be. Yeah, My goodness. Sure. And it's always a great show when this is going on. Let's hit it. Come on now. I think it's very Let's go. That's right. You ready to dance? in the house doing her thing. She was in the holiday spirit last week giving presents away to Damien and I. Yes. Some were deserved, some were not deserved, but we're in the new year now, Nikki. What's going on? Oh, it's the first week of January. You know what that means? Broken New Year's resolutions. So let's do some New Year's resolution trivia. Okay. okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who goes first this week? Damien, you got the brain. I can't remember. <laughs> Mine not much better. <laughs> uh, you go first. Yeah, I go first. There we go. Simple, right? All right. We, that's it. Done deal. The boss has spoken. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So just so you guys know, you have three questions that you have to answer, and then one question is a multiple choice. So I try to mix it up a little bit. Okay. okay. All right, D. Question number one for you. Which of the following age groups is most likely to achieve their New Year's resolutions? People in their 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s? Hmm. I'm going to go 50s. I believe older people are more, they're going to they're gonna make better choices with their resolutions, more realistic ones. So I'm going to go with 50s. Jay? <laughs> I think, and I think it has to do with becoming a parent, I would say 30s. 20s. Really? Shout out wow. to the 20 year olds. Because it's probably easy. It's probably like, oh, I'm just not going to go out and drink heavy on Thursday night. It's you think that's easy? Yeah. You're just eliminating like one day of drinking. Some easy. Something oh, easy. I don't know. Maybe it was just me thinking personally. I didn't complete any of my resolutions until I hit 30. Yeah. See, there you I'm go. Them, you so. back me up. <laughs> All right, D, number two. What percentage of people resolved to stop smoking for 2022? 
Wow. It's amazing that people are still out here smoking cigarettes. Um, <laughs> but for, I'm going to say uh, 20%. No. Jay? And it was how many? Say it one more time. What percentage of people resolved to stop smoking for 2022? So they made the resolution to stop smoking yes. for 2022. Yes. I think of how many people are actually smoking in the world. Um, 13%. Five. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. D, number three. What percentage of people even make New Year's resolutions? I'm going to say, I'm going to think, I think it's lower than we think. So I'm going to go with 15%. No. Jay? 40%. I'll give it to you. 43. Okay. Oh, we'll take it. Good one, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. Very close. All right, D, last one for you. What was Gen Z's number one resolution this year? Gen Z. So Gen Z is the young people, right? Yeah. Uh, number one resolution for them. I'm going to say to not be on TikTok as much. Mm. <laughs> that should be, but it's That's not. a great answer. That's a great <laughs> answer. And that should be the answer. It really should. All right. So Generation Z, what, what was their um, number one resolution? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say stop playing video games. No, they want to dress better and improve their style. That was oh, no, of course. Come on. I know. That was on Instagram, or maybe they don't even use Instagram. I don't know. Should have known. Oh, well. All right, Jay, ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay, number one. What percentage of people actually keep their New Year's resolutions? Six. Nate? I'm going to go with 20. Jay, I'll give it to you. It's eight. Okay. Nice. Killing me right now. I know. Killing it. <laughs> get the weekly win. I might get the knowledge when Nikki win. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two, Jay. This one's multiple choice. The average American keeps their resolution for how many days? 43, 28, 36, or 18? 43, 28, 36 or 18. Oh, shit. Was that almost baby got back measurements? <laughs> 43, 28, 36, and 18. And how many actually keep it? Is that no, what it's the one? average amount of date. Yeah. Oh, the, I'm sorry. The average amount of days. Um, I'll go 28. No. D for the steal? 18. No, Marty had it. 36. Ah, way to go, Marty. She said five because she already messed up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jay, number three. How about what percentage of people just completely forget about their New Year's resolution? How many people just forget about their New Year's resolutions? 72%. No. Dave? I'm going to say 50. No. 23. Oh, Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Would have been a little. People's memories are way better than me and Jay's. That's what that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Marty was close. So Marty and Mom are good at this. Um, yeah, lifelines, right, right? Yeah, lifelines. Last one for you. Losing weight is the number one resolution in which region of the United States? Which region? Ooh. Mm -hmm. The Midwest. Yes, the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good job, Jay. Yeah, these people around here, man. I knew, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't the South because people in the South are like, we're going to eat. So. <laughs> <laughs> Give a damn. <laughs> I actually have a legit win this week. All right. I like yeah, you killed me this week, Jay. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, he's got to win because the 49ers aren't. So. Oh, <laughs> boy. She had to go there. She had yeah, to I did there. because you pick on me all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> it was just ripe for the taking. Right. And you grabbed it. You know what? Good for you. Good for you. You just like Eve taking that fruit, screwing everything else up for the men. Yes. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's always the woman screwing it up, right? That's right. Blame it on the female if you know what's good for your health. No, actually, get the hell out of there. Don't do that. All right. Knowledge with Nikki. Okay. So I got that one and uh, I got the weekly picks correct. And guys, you're really going to freaking hate my ass because I got freaky fantasy football number one, too. So it's a trifecta for me this week. I had. 89.6, Nikki 78.4, and Damien 73.9. Trying to see who are like our big boys were over here. Damien, Jonathan Taylor, and Jalen Hurts did really good for you. Um, Dak did good for me. DK Metcalf stepped up. Uh, Russell Wilson did good for you, Nikki. OBJ did all right. Um, Seattle's defense even did kind of okay. So, all right, not bad all around. But um, I will take the win. Which means, Nikki, I go first. Just to clarify the rules over here, right? Yeah, I just like, I, they change every week. So, whatever. I mean, here we go. All right. Freaky Fantasy Football Draft Week 18, the last week until we somehow putz around with the rules and make a whole brand new thing next week. We'll figure that out because we talk for about three and a half minutes each week. So, we don't even talk anymore. Like that 30 seconds. Yeah, that's true. We don't. We just text, <laughs> text it out. That's how much communication goes, goes on over here. All right. But we're all family. We all love each other. So let's do it. All right. Here we go. First pick. I am going to take the man that I raved about who is going to pound those chargers, Josh Jacobs, at running back. Good pick. And second place, Nikki, you had second, so you go second. Oh, God. It is it is rough here in Nikki land. <laughs> it's really yeah. rough. But I guess I will take Devin Singletary. Good pick. I like that pick. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep, nice. All right, D, you got two. All right, I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell. Very. Oh, man, very nice pick so far. Okay. And I'm going to need you to pull out the list for this one. I have no idea if I picked these guys or not. <laughs> <laughs> that list ready. Okay. So I'm going to go quarterback right here so you know where to look. All right. I'm ready. What do you got? Have I taken Kyler Murray? Uh, oh, my God. If you haven't, how'd you get? Damn, that'd be great if you got all the way to the end of the season without him. Yeah. So far, so good. Um, oh, you did pick him. I did. Week nine. I think it was. Oh, week nine or ten. I haven't jumbled together. But, yeah, I got D. Damn it. Sorry, bro. Okay. Well, I know I haven't taken this guy. Give me Taysom Hill. 
No, you have not taken him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a pretty good pick against Atlanta's defense. Not bad. All right, D, your first two, Taysom Hill, Elijah Mitchell. Um, Nikki, you got Devin Singletary. What's your next pick? Uh, A.J. Brown. Oh, Good. Nice. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with – I get two picks now, so I got my running back. Uh, all right. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Give me one sec. I think I'm going to go with Christian Kirk as wide receiver. Okay. For Arizona against the Seahawks. I like that one. And I'm going to go with <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. Raiders tight end Forster Moreau. Ooh, the back. Darren Waller should be back this week, this week, right? I know, but I still like him in there in the red zone. Okay. Yeah. But thank you for that, though. I appreciate that. But yeah, I still like him. Uh so Nikki, you got Singletary and AJ Brown. Yes. Um, I guess let me get hmm. Oh, man. I guess I'll go Ryan Tannehill. Okay. All right. Tannehill. It is a good one. He was on my list. All right, D, you got two picks. You got Taysom Hill. You got Elijah Mitchell. Now what? Have I picked – I'm going to go defense here. Have I picked the Washington defense? I don't think so, but I'll definitely double-check it. Um Nope. You good? Yeah, give me give me them against those Giants for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. Not a bad call, bro. Not bad at all. They were on my <laughs> list, too. Nice one. All right. You got yeah. another one. And I don't believe I've taken Keenan Allen yet. Wow. I will look and always be honest. Let's see. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Uh yeah, week two. Oh okay. Uh, well, give me. Have I taken Terry McLaurin? Hmm. I promise next year I'll keep track better. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. It's all good. Um, it's about all I'm good for. Uh, you are good, my friend. Yes, give me Terry McLaurin. All right. Uh, Washington <laughs> heavy over here. You took one of you guys, Nikki? No, it's just, you know. It's you just know Washington. <laughs> gotcha. All you right, Nikki. Calm down, you know. You got uh, Tannehill. I'm sorry, sweetie, what? No, just I'm in the darkness, you know. Giant <laughs> season of view over so we can just get to the next miserable season. You are in the darkness over there. I feel like fucking bats are going to fly out the window or something like it that. might. <laughs> no. Uh, Marty Maples, Pizingo. Well done right there. That's great. I love it. All right, Nikki, you got Tannehill, Singletary, and A.J. Brown. You got one pick now, and then you come back around for your last one. Let me get 
I guess I have not taken Mo Ali Cox. I don't think so. No, I was the only one with the balls enough to actually take him way back when. So, yep, you got him now. <laughs> take him now. Not Crazy. much left to pick. Mo Alley Oop. Let's make it happen. Yep. Mo Alley Oop. Mo Alley Oop. Mo Alley Oop. All right. I got Josh Jacobs, Christian Kirk, and even though my man D pointed out that Darren Waller will be back, I do like Moreau in the red zone or the O zone, like McCarthy likes to call it, or the green zone or whatever fucking zone you want to go into. But I need a quarterback and a defense, so let me take. The it's between two of them. You know what? I will take the Cardinals defense against Seattle. I can see some things happening. That offensive line is going to break down. And my quarterback this week will be since he took Tannehill. And I haven't got too many left that I really like. I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and pick Zach Wilson against the Bills. I mean, there are just things I'm not going to do. So I am going to take – I got to do it. I got to take Patriots starting quarterback Mac Jones. I haven't taken him. I I, I can't even find anybody else I want. Everybody else is either a backup or on vacation or is COVID. It's crazy. Anyway, (laughs) that's my team. Mac Jones, Josh Jacobs, Christian Kirk, Forster Moreau, and the Cardinals defense. Nikki, you got Tannehill, Singletary. A.J. Brown, Mo Cox, and your defense is? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. All right. Philly in there. That completes Nikki's team. Damien, you got Taysom Hill, Elijah Mitchell. Washington's defense and their wide receiver, Terry McLaurin. We need a tight end. Tight end, I'm going to go with Gerald Everett. Okay. All right. He's actually been doing pretty decent over the past few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. That completes our teams. I got Mac, Jacobs, Kirk, uh, Moreau, Cardinals, Nikki, Tannehill, Singletary, A.J. Brown, Moelle, Cax, Philly, Defense, and Damian. You got Taysom Hill, Elijah Mitchell, Terry McLaurin, Gerald Everett, and the Washington football team. Guys, to close out the show, what should Washington name their football team? So what's the list again? All right, let me see if I still have it. The list that they can Now, apparently, these are the only ones that – They'll actually use. So let me pull it up real quick. Give me one second. I know that we had um, like the Red Wolves, I believe, were in there, or the I Red Hogs. I think they say it won't be Wolves or Red Wolves. I think they said those two are off the list. Okay. All right. Let me see. Who do we got? Just had that whole thing up. I wish I kept it. Shoot. Uh, here it is. The Armada, the Brigade, the Commanders, which I kind of like. The okay. defenders, the presidents, which is god awful. Um, that's <laughs> that, that's just that's that's awful. Wow, I can't even believe that the balls put that in there. Yeah, then I'm seeing like the red wolves and the red hogs, and then the Washington football team is still there. So, armada, brigade, commanders, defenders, presidents, red hogs, and red wolves that you said are off. Fine with me, Washington football team, they have to change that up, even though some people actually are just like. Screw it, keep it already. I don't know. I, if, if I had to pick out of all these, I would go Commanders. I don't know. What would you do, Nikki? I like Commanders. Yeah? I do. I, I like it. I don't really love anything else. <laughs> you know what I like them doing better, D? You know what I like them yeah. do? Change it to DC and go DC Dragons. I would like that. 
That'll be dope. That'll be dope. Um, that would be I dope. think. I think maybe I know this isn't on the list, but you know how Alabama's the Crimson Tide. Yeah, it should be like the Washington Burgundy Tide or something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Burgundy Tide. Everybody calls yeah. Ron Burgundy Tide. I like that. What, something some like that. But out of the list, I would go with the Red Hogs. I think that's something they can get behind. You can have like, you know, the the Hogs of the old school it has the name. They can get like a kind right. of. Uh, um, just have an identity with the team that that's like, oh, we're a down and dirty squad. We do whatever it takes to win. Red Hogs, I like that. Yeah, uh, Marty's uh, chiming in. He's he says Washington Redskins, like kind of like uh, like thinking over there. So probably not too serious about that. But yeah. damn, yeah, it's amazing. The Redskins forever, and it's like yeah. no, I'll just take that right out of the whole thing, and that's fine. The Hogs make sense, but yeah, I'd rather like see them go to like DC. And just you know, just change the whole thing, man. Then you can. Yeah, no, I like DC Dragons is dope. Like you can do a lot of things with DC. Like if you if name was DC, I think a lot of names would ring better. Yeah, yeah, I think so, right, Nikki? I don't know. Why not go DC Destroyers, DC Defenders, DC? Um, I don't know. Swamp, right? Because all this shit bubbled <laughs> up anyway. So, <laughs> and we all hate politicians. So why not? Yeah, you ain't kidding, <laughs> damn. True. Yeah, we'll have to get our own Oval Office going on over here. <laughs> desk there, desk there, another desk here. All three of us you are in trouble. people realize they don't really give a shit about us. They think that you know, we're all going to be better off. I love it. Well, we're all better off with, you, with each other. That's the way it's going to be forever. God bless you guys. Nikki, tell them what's up. I've seen you tweeting lately. What was that last one I saw about what's his name? Shouldn't get something or other. I forgot what show it was from, but you tweeted out something that got a good response. Oh, yeah, my uh, Vanderpump Rules tweet yeah, yeah. is blowing up. It's like over 400 likes Ooh. and a lot of interaction Ooh, on it. So, of course, find me at Nick 9384 for all your reality TV tweets. I'm in at the Giants, so, you know, I just uh, haven't really been tweeting it is what too it is. much. It depends. But also on my Twitter, I do have my pinned tweet of our fundraiser that we are now sponsoring for my niece so if you do check me out on social media i am asking we are asking as a show to help yeah. get her to her dance nationals any donation would be helpful and great two dollars five dollars whatever so we're all ex-athletes we know how hard fundraising can be yes so yeah, go ahead and check it out and i have an article about her on the third and three podcast website Right, and that's what I was just going to say. A fantastic job. Go check it out. Third and Three Podcast website. You got Nikki's action over there. You got Damien's action and a whole lot more. Tell them what's up, Ding. Yeah, so you definitely can check out my work if you want to check out the written work at thirdandthreepodcast.com. Uh, just wrote an article today about the Pelicans and their history of not being able to move forward called One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you guys will enjoy that one. Jason always coming in with the articles, great preview articles, even the one I disagree with the 49ers <laughs> preview, but it was, a, it was a good preview of his that game against the Rams. Go check that one out. And hey, don't forget you disagreed, disagreed with the Bengals one too, even though uh, that was on top. <laughs> I'm, due to, I'm due to be right on this disagreeal. That's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms at the real deal WDA. That's the real deal W as in whiskey, D as in Delta, A as in Alpha. And on Twitter is where I do most of my action. So you're going to see me talking boxing, football, basketball. Uh, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. You can find it on whatever podcast platform you listen to. That will be coming back 
this upcoming weekend. So go ahead and subscribe now so you can check that out. A lot of basketball and boxing action on there. Uh, a little football, but I saved most of my football for this podcast. So go ahead and check out The Real Deal with Damian Adams. Put the full thing, like a pimp name, slick back. The Real Deal <laughs> with Damian Adams when you search it, all right? No doubt, baby. Always big things happen over there. Nikki and D holding it down. We got the third and three podcast.com site up, ready to go. Check out the articles. I'm going to put up the freaky fantasy football draft for this week. Our weekly picks, of course. Everything's going to be on there. Power rankings on there right now. Leave your comments if you want. I'm Jason Fearman, the sports prophet. Back next week with my two favorite people, Wednesday night action, getting ready for the playoffs, guys. So we got to have our playoff hats on. And get this bad boy going. Can't wait for it. Yes, I'm super excited for it. A big shout out to everybody in the chat today. We got to give a big shout out to to Nikki's mom, of course. Marty coming through. Uh, My cousin, Kayla, coming through. Oh, that's all right. No doubt. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you to everybody. Mike, of course, who came through earlier. Thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast. And please, you know, share it with your friends so they can join us next time. All right. That's right. Bring it on. Bring it on. We are here Wednesday nights for you guys, and you're here for us, and we appreciate it. We're out for now. See you next.